Hello, listeners, patients, and or Clear Minds employees. Chris here. Quick few announcements before the episode begins, so bear with me. I'll be quick. First, on the social media apps front, aside from X, we now also have a Threads. Same handle, of course, at Patient Files Pod. We've also created a Discord, open to the public, so come hang out with us. Chat with the creators and voice actors, show your support, share memes, uh, maybe stream a horror movie or two. The link to the Discord can be found in the show notes. Last announcement, and trust me, I saved the best for last. Do you like H. Grey? Do you wish you could know more about our favorite grizzled P.I.? Have you ever wondered how he was when he was younger? Well, wonder no more. Follow H. Grey in a noir detective-style miniseries. Get to know how he got involved with Dr. Olin and how he became the grumpy man we all know and love. You can find H. Grey Investigations on our Patreon, along with some other goodies. Okay, I've talked enough as Chris. Without any further ado, please, enjoy the show. This is Dr. Lucian Donahue, recording for Personal Records. The date is August 21st, 2022. Charles didn't show up yesterday, which I don't have to tell anyone, but that is not like him. I'm on my way to the office, until I learn something different. I'll follow Talbot's schedule. Someone has to. Sadly, this means that I cannot run late if I am to get things set up for Mr. Gray and Eli. Oh! Damn it. Charles! Good mo- Wait. What are you doing? Are you... Packing? You couldn't have been serious with all that I'm done business. I don't know. Maybe. All I know is the situation is not normal. We can't just carry on like this. I see. So, what is all this about? Charles? Hmm. I'm gathering whatever can be considered evidence. Donahue, where did you put that photo of that creature thing? Caliban. His name is Caliban, Charles. Donahue. It's over here. Let me get it for you. Will you please tell me what you're doing? I told you, I'm going to get help. Clear minds? No, at least not yet. I'm going to the police. I must have misheard you. I could have sworn you said the police. I did. Is that wise? Ah, here it is. Found it. Thank you. If things like what we saw in the hall and what is in this photo are commonplace in the city, then the police must be equipped to handle said monsters. Maybe they even have a specific task force or something. Seems like a reasonable assumption. Didn't Mr. Gray warn us of the police? What were his exact words? Oh, of course. The police would only be inviting danger. (laughs) Danger to who is the question? Adrian claimed multiple times that he and Dr. Olin were friends. Then there's this illegal gun of Dr. Olin's we found. Where are you going with this? Point is, can we really trust him? Think about it, Donahue. Who knows what Dr. Olin was really up to? He has countless monsters locked up. God, I sound insane. This is supposed to be an outpatient program, not some supernatural prison. Who knows what his end goal was, and H. Gray was here for all of it? I I don't buy it. It's too suspicious. 
And what of Eli? Uh, he is a child. He may not know any better. H. Gray knew what he was doing. He intentionally kept the true nature of this place hidden from us. And me? I kept the nature of the city from you. Do you not trust me? You didn't know about the monsters kept on the floor, did you? Decidedly not. Looking back, you also tried to push me subtly towards the truth. Don't misunderstand. I'm still pissed at you, but... No. I don't think you meant any harm. Alright then. How can I help? What? You aren't going to carry this all by yourself, are you? Plus, the way I see it, you are either correct in your assumptions, in which case I would rather be on the side that turns in Mr. Gray, or Mr. Gray's warning about the police was earnest. In that case, you'll need my help. As I've said, I grew up in the city. I know how to survive, should it come to it. Either way, we should hurry. Mr. Gray is scheduled in 20 minutes. Uh, thank you, Donahue. Um, yes, um, grab that box. What did you put in here? The whole library? Are you driving, or shall we take my car? You know what? Perish the thought. I dread to imagine what bucket of rust you deign to call a vehicle. And here we are. That's the police station. It's huge. It is, isn't it? The building is actually a historical site, or so they say. Apparently it used to belong to some important rich family, the Facilicas, if I'm not mistaken. Back in the day, they had an odd sense of style. They commissioned their properties to be custom-built. Gothic architecture mixed with their warehouse industrial. Look there, you can see the outside of the building has large concrete archways that frame the windows. Fun fact, underneath that concrete, the archways are steel beams. From the inside, we should only be able to see the steel part. It's quite striking, or so I hear. The Basilicas donated the property to the police more than a hundred years back. However, not many people know its history. So, the Basilicas' old properties are often mistaken for police structures. Thanks for the history lesson. Uh, what's that? Right under the city police department? Is that the precinct number? Hmm. How are they organizing their stations? It's not any system I recognize. Of course. That's what you focus on. Well, it stands out to me. Most police number the precincts by a, a system. It's often by the districts that the officers patrol. As an example, New York has 77, but their station numbers go much higher than that, up for possible future expansion. So the odd part is what, exactly? Well, if that is the precinct number, that would make this what precinct? W6341B9? Well, we aren't in New York, Charles. Furthermore, we may not even be in the United States. Fair point. It's not too late if you want to go back. We're already here. Let's go. Ooh, this place does not disappoint. The marbled floorings, the high ceiling. Look, Charles, the chandeliers. This place is beautiful. Hmm. Was that a noise of disapproval? Please, Charles, go on. It's nothing, just... Yes? It's a bit cold, but not just the temperature. It's all stone, metal, and glass, sure, but... This lobby has way too much open space. I don't know. Maybe if more people were around, or any people for that matter, it would have a different atmosphere. Hmm. True. 
This place could stand some tables, at the very least. These boxes are quite heavy. How can we help you? Uh, we would like to report a crime. Um, or potential crime? Uh, sorry, I'm not from around here. We would be happy to help. What crime are you reporting? Well, I... This is going to sound strange. Well, maybe not. You could be used to this kind of thing. Uh, then again, if you're not, uh, or if there's a number I'm supposed to call, or a department I'm supposed to contact, uh, maybe it'd be better if... Oh, huh. That's interesting. Your, your badge. Sorry, I, I like numbers. Your badge is 10 to the power of 4 times 432? Uh, that's a bit odd. Uh, Sorry, I, I should start with my name. I'm Dr. Charles Talbot, and this is Lucian Oh, Do for the love of... You sound like Eli. Forgive us, officer... Okay. We are here to report a den of monsters. Uh, you, uh, you... Where we work, there is a complex maze of infinite halls being held together by a rug in our office. A large number of monsters, creatures, and the strange are being confined there. From what we can tell, most against their will. As you can imagine, this has made getting our work done quite bothersome, and we are not sure how to go about fixing this situation. Oh my, why- Oh, right, of course. Thank you, Charles. We also believe that one of our unpaid interns is part of this hoarding of nightmare hordes. You may want to investigate him as well. Uh, okay, I know how this sounds. Uh here, in these boxes are accounts I believe add validity to our claims. I also have a picture of one of those uh, things. We also have an audio recording of an interview with um, this monster. Uh, did you bring the tape? No, you only asked for the photo. I didn't I bring... didn't think I'd have to ask. I, I, I am sorry. We do have it. It's just not on us. I know how this sounds. Trust me, I do. I'm a doctor. I wouldn't normally... I've seen these things with my own eyes. You Thank have... you for bringing this to our attention. Please take a seat. A detective will be with you shortly. Uh, oh, um, right. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you. That went well. I can't believe you just blurted all that out. Was I supposed to just stammer over my words all day? Didn't that officer look... Familiar to you? No. Should they? Never mind, I'm just on edge. It's probably nothing. If you say so. Good afternoon. You two have information on the illegal detention of supernatural entities? There's a legal version? Are, uh, sorry, are you related to the officer at reception? You two look a lot alike. Are you insane? They look nothing alike. Is this really the time? I'm nervous. All right. Yes. We are. Um, we brought some boxes with us. Uh, inside is what we believe is evidence. Please follow us. Leave the evidence. We will send someone to collect it. Okay. Yeah. Charles, are you alright? You're acting strange. Well, stranger than normal. I just feel like something is off this place. Does it feel like something isn't right? No. Should it? Are you sure that you're not still shaken up because, well... My entire understanding of the world has been uprooted? Maybe. But the detective, the officers, aren't they... They look like H. Gray. A clean, shaven, and maybe 20-something years younger, but... 
Are you sure you're fine? The receptionist was female. Did you say H. Gray? There. Okay, it's working again. <sighs> Charles? What? Why am I out of breath? You're bleeding. Are, are you okay? I'm fine. What happened? This again. A detective attacked me, and if it wasn't for you, I... Me? Attacked? I don't remember that. We were walking, and... Charles. Charles, what is going on? Where are we? Keep your voice down. Why? Because we are hiding. Let me guess, you don't remember anything. No. No, that can't be... Wait. Wait. Okay, okay, just... Take a deep breath. It's fine. We're okay. Are you alright? I will be. Thank you, Charles. What happened? Spare no detail. Are you sure you don't want the short version? We're not out of the woods yet. I mean, we're safer now, By but... By the looks of it, we are in a... the morgue? An adjacent office to the morgue, but yes. Give me the long version. If something is messing with my memory, I need to know everything. Skip nothing. But, Charles? Uh, I came along because I have been dealing with stuff like this my whole life. Unless that door over there leads directly outside, I need to know. Please. Okay. Did you say H. Gray? As soon as the detective heard the name H. Gray, he completely lost it. He barely waited for confirmation before drawing his weapon. I froze. You, on the other hand, didn't hesitate. I didn't even see you move. It was a blur, and you... You had the detective disarmed and on the ground. The gun was a few feet before me on the floor. You kept telling me to get the gun as you held the detective down. I hesitated. If I, if I didn't, then maybe... Donahue, I'm sorry, I... Charles, it's okay. Keep going. <clears throat> right. Not even a full moment later, we heard footsteps, and I mean a lot of footsteps barreling down the hall. We could hear cops shouting after us. With a stomp, you brought your heel down onto the detective. His body felt limp, and you began running in the opposite direction. It took me a few seconds for my mind to catch up with my body as I followed you. Charles, over here, this way. I didn't have time to respond, or maybe I couldn't. My mind was still trying to wrap itself around what we were doing. You led me around a few corners and through a door. It was dark and smelled heavily of chemicals and bleach. I didn't need the light to know we were in a supply closet of some kind. You pushed me further inside and brought your finger to your lips. My lungs burned, but I forced my breath to pause. You slowly made your way to the door and opened it. Just a crack. Just enough to peer out. As they passed, the beam of light teeming from the cracked door was interrupted. From how many passed in front of us and you standing in the gap, my mind drew a comparison to a strobe light. Once I heard you exhale, so did I. It felt like I've never had oxygen before. Your breaths were more controlled. Once we had enough air to speak, we did. <sighs> what the hell's going on? I could ask you the same, Charles. Why am I out of breath? Are we... Are we in another janitor's closet? Before you ask, yes. We've had versions of this conversation. I think you'll understand why shortly. I sure didn't at the time. So, you can understand my confusion. 
You're the one that led us here. Don't look at me. I... What? No, that can't be. Where's the detective? Probably still on the ground unconscious if I had to guess. You knocked out the detective? Charles, why would you- I didn't do anything. Donahue, are you alright? We didn't have time to play catch up. Before you could answer my question, the door flung open and you were grabbed. What the- Oh! Oh! An officer had you on the ground. His pistol was drawn, pointed at me, and his knee was on your neck. I didn't know what to do, so I just raised my hands. Stay where you are! I heard this sound. It it was like a snap. Not a twig, but like a finger snap. I don't know. I could have just been hearing things, or maybe it was the gun. Because right after that sound, the gun must have had some sort of mechanical failure. It began to fall apart. It was like it just crumbled in his hands. My body took the opportunity before I even thought of it. I rushed forward and tackled him to the ground. I would like to say I gave up a good fight, but he had me flipped over in no time. He just kept hitting me until I could feel my forehead just above my eyes slip open, and the blood started to stream down my face. It couldn't have been more than a few seconds, but it felt like so much longer. At some point, I felt the pressure relieve from my body. I spun my attention around and saw you. You had him in a chokehold, and you were dragging him off me. All right, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, I scrambled backward and just watched his body slowly lost the fight. I have no idea what's going on, but we have to get out of here. Charles, where is the exit? Uh, I don't- Charles, focus! Right, I think, um, that way. Alright, let's go. You stood and I followed suit, but when you started to run, I just stood there. My eyes fixed on the unconscious body sprawled out in front of me. Part of me was in shock, in disbelief. But another part of me couldn't break away from the details. I doubted myself before, but at that moment, I knew what I was looking at. I just couldn't understand it. It was H. Gray. A younger version, sure, but it was his face. What's more, he looked exactly the same as the receptionist and the detective, except for his badge number. Because it was different. It... I was sure of it. I distinctly remember the receptionist's badge number, but this one was 987562. Charles! You snapped my attention back to our situation. We ran in the direction I thought the exit was. We could hear the police around us. Some were just out of sight, yelling and telling us to turn ourselves in. Around that time, you already forgotten what we were doing and the danger we were in. After I calmed you down, I had to explain, very briefly, that we could not trust them. That we had to escape the building. You'd always slow to a near stop every time we encountered a turn or a corner. You would take a small peek around it before waving us to go on. At some point, I knew I must have picked the wrong direction. Nothing was recognizable. We came to a four-way intersection. In front of us were wide stairs, leading both up and down. 
slowed and peered around the corner. Damn it all. What's wrong? More officers on our left and right. Should we double back? Find another way. Might be a good idea. As we started to commit to that action, we heard heavy boots echoing from the direction we wanted to go. Without having to say anything, we knew that option was close to us. You kept low, and once you thought the coast was clear, you silently made your way to the stairs. I stayed crouched by the corner, waiting for an opening as you slowly worked your way up the steps. We know you're still here somewhere. You will be now. The voice was coming from above us. You silently cursed and came back down to take the stairs that led below. I followed when I thought it was safe. We encountered a cop in a stairwell. He raised his gun and began to speak. You didn't let him finish. You jumped from the high ground. Stop right now! I felt the air whiz by my face. The bullet must have nearly missed me. We started running again. Soon, we found ourselves in the morgue and hid in this office. Then, you forgot again. And here we are. I see. Hmm. That's why Mr. Gray said it would be inviting danger. I have some questions for him later. Yeah, you don't say. Uh, what about now? Did any of that help? Normally, I would say let's come up with some sort of code word like arugula, which means to just trust you. But it would seem their ability stretches to cover little gaps in memory. Alright, look. I know this is all very new to you, and I know this must be very hard to process. But I need you to pull it together. What? Just until we get out of here, pretend this is just a story. Or another file we're reading. I need you to be calm and objective. Can you do that? I... I think I can. Yes. I can. We're in a morgue. Um, we'll grab whatever weapons we can, and we'll go back upstairs. There has to be a map or something we can use to find our bearings. This is just another patient's file. This isn't real. You see anything? Shh! Keep your voice down! Looks clear. All right. This looks like that four-way intersection you mentioned. We came from this direction first, yes? Correct. Hmm. Normally, I would not suggest running upstairs. However, this isn't some cliché horror film. If we can make it to the roof, then perhaps we can find a fire escape. Sounds as good as any plan. Right then. Let's go. Nope! Nope! Back down! Back down! Uh, they're, they're coming up too! Give yourselves you up! You can't hide forever! Stop resisting! Stay where you are! You are surrounded! You have the right to attempt to be silent. A trap? Oh, damn it all. Oh, uh... All right. Um, all right. All right. Don't shoot. Come quietly. Got it. Damn thing. What are you doing? What does it look like, Charles? I'm trying to pick a lock with... a damn scalpel? If what you told me is true, we need to get out of here. They have cameras in these kinds of rooms. Even if they didn't. You see that huge mirror on the wall? It's two-way. They're most likely watching us. Who designed these locks? Can you not watch me? I have... performance anxiety. No, you don't. Where did you even get that? I know you don't remember this, but they took all of our things before throwing us in here. You really don't want to know. 
And you're one to talk, Charles. Where did you hide that tape recorder of yours? Uh, let's not speak of this. Deal. Now come help me with this. I think we could- oh! Before you attempt to use that weapon on us, you should know that we are 12 officers on standby. We will put you down if you do so. Me? I would never. Please, hand over the weapon. Mm. Alright, fine. Thank you for your cooperation. Please join your associate and take a seat. Hmm. Let's begin, shall we? Aren't there supposed to be two of you? One to play good cop and the other one to play bad? We are adept at playing both. We have two primary concerns. First, where is this den of monsters? Second, how do you know the name H. Gray? Lawyer. I want my lawyer. We see. What are you doing? Let's all calm down. Put the gun away, please, officer. We only need one of you alive. This will serve as both an example and a deterrent. We will give you 30 seconds to say your goodbyes. Officer, please, this is unnecessary. You can't shoot me. He he isn't going to shoot me, is he? Uh, of course not. It's, it's a bluff. It has to be. We suggest you say them soon. Charles, just tell him. Uh, what? I, uh, um, yes, uh, fine. C- clear minds. Go on. Clear Minds. We work for Clear Minds. There is an office, an outpatient program. The halls, they aren't normal. They they have, they... Are hidden by some unknown method. The halls are, well, more than halls. They are seemingly infinite. Yes, yes. In the halls, there are rooms with monsters locked inside. We came to tell you. We are well aware of this den. It has special permissions. You... What? Fascinating. How do you know the name H. Gray? He works for us. Uh, Technically, he's an unpaid intern. Is now really the time? We see. You work for Clear Minds. Who specifically do you work for? A name, if you would please. Oh, for the love of uh, God. Hold on. Um, I'm in charge of this current project. I I don't really have... I mean, technically, the order was signed by someone. um, Director Adams, I think. We see. Unfortunately, you are not given special permissions. We thank you for your cooperation in this matter. It is always good to see good Samaritans reporting unusual circumstances to their local authorities. Uh, sure. Do you have any next of kin that you would like to have notified? I'm sorry, notified of what now? Your deaths. As mentioned, you are not granted special permissions. As it stands, your continued existence would be inconvenient moving forward. We are deaths? Inconvenient? You will have 30 seconds to say your goodbyes. We do not suggest using this time to plead. You you can't do this. You're insane. Uh, this isn't real. Charles, he isn't going to listen. If I can get the gun out of play, we can... This can't be happening. This isn't right. Charles! I could be dreaming. Maybe. Oh, damn it all. Must I do everything? We do not suggest you struggle during your execution. I should have never taken this job. All right, come on. Think. Think, Lucian. What would Olin do? What? Olin? Why? How do you know that name? And in what capacity? Uh, he... I'm here to replace him. He retired and... Ah, we see. In that case, please accept our sincerest apologies. We did not realize you were his replacement. Please give us a moment to think. He... He isn't moving. Like, at all. Not even a muscle. I can see that. What is going on? I 
don't even think he's breathing. Should we just go? I don't. Thank you for your patience. With Gavin Olin reported as retired, we have one question. Does our mutual agreement still hold? Agreement. Correct. What agreement? We can see clearly that you were not properly briefed on this when you agreed to take over for Gavin Olin. May we recommend better internal communication? (sighs) Clearly. This agreement, what are its terms? Charles, is now really the time? Just agree so we could, oh, I don't know, not die? Agreeing to something without knowing the terms in full is a foolish move. We need an answer. Now. What would happen if I said no? Oh my god. You would be denied. The special permissions that the agreement offers. In other words... We die. It's not a difficult decision, Charles. Fine. Yes. This agreement still holds up on our end. Understood. It will on ours as well. You are free to go. We remind you that you and those under your protection by said agreements are not allowed in any of our precincts. Have a great day. That's it. But... Charles, shut up. Um, Charles, why are we outside? Weren't we just in the hall following that detective, and why do I have a bone saw? How did... I'll explain in the car, just let's go. Mr. Donahue! Mr. Talbot! You're okay! Is that blood? Again? Talbot, what happened? Are you alright? We may have gone to the police station. You what? And you're alive? I mean, of, of course you are. Why wouldn't you be? I should look at your wound. Just... Stop. It's fine. Drop the act. I remember what happened to me there. That makes one of us... Uh, how? Not the point. I have questions. Uh, right. What do you want to know? Everything. I'm ready. Tell me everything. This episode is a Dark Papers Entertainment production. Showrunners for the episode were Christopher George and Dalton Lewis. It was written by Christopher George. Script editing was done by Dalton Lewis. Dr. Charles Talbot was voiced by Christopher George. Lucian Donahue was voiced by Dakota Hamlin. H. Gray and all the cops were voiced by Michael Williams. Eli was voiced by Dalton Lewis. Thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please write cryptic letters praising us and leave them in your neighbor's mailboxes. Or you could leave a review or a star. That also helps us reach a wider audience. While you're at it, check out HGRA Investigations on our Patreon at patreon.com slash thepatientfiles. Come follow us on all our socials, links in the description. Until next time, stay safe, stay sane.